Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night, 8 to 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. First of all, if you're a local musician with original music and you'd like to hear it on the radio, get in contact with me. Find all the information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com and follow us tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. So tonight we're being joined by an old friend of the radio station, somebody who I haven't talked to in years, and that would be Sarah Blacker. Good evening. How you doing? I'm good, John. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. It's good to hear your voice again. Man, it's it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been on a, a radio show, This so this feels really great. Yeah, it feels amazing. Now, we are doing this through Zoom, and it's kind of a, a one-way link here because I can hear you and see you, but you can hear me but not see me because there's no camera here in the studio, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> well, I like we were chatting before the show. That I think this year has really aged us all, so for better or for worse, you can see my increasing gray hairs, and who knows about you? I'll see you when we're in person. Exactly. Yeah, that's coming up soon. We're going to talk about a cool show that we're, we're part Partnering up on, but yeah, face for radio is is kind of the theme for quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sweatshirt section has definitely grown. So, for those who might not be familiar with you, who is Sarah Blacker? Well, I am a female musician from uh, Salem, Mass. I'm also a music therapist, and yeah, I've been, you know, kind of performing and, and songwriting for quite a long time, and I've been on this this scene here in New England for for quite a while, so yeah, just uh, I play you know, guitar, ukulele, piano, and I sing, and I've got a really awesome band who will be joining me um, at the show that we will talk about. So the last fun. time that you were here was, we were just talking about 2015, you had just released your album In Waves, so update us on what's been new in your life since 2015. Well, after I released that album, I did a cross-country tour solo in my car and you know a few other midwestern tours you know unfortunately i I know you know my my story about foot injuries but (laughs) it got to be that i just uh i decided that being a road warrior felt a little unhealthy to me after a series of events in my life and so i ended up kind of focusing on uh, doing some some more music therapy. And I I ran an activities department in a nursing home for a few years and ended up leaving in February right before COVID hit. So since then, I really haven't had time to record a full album. I've done a couple singles and I was going to do a full album this year, but of course it didn't feel like the right time to put out a pledge music campaign and ask people for money when we were all kind of struggling so i decided to go back to grad school instead and get my clinical mental health counseling that's amazing congratulations (laughs) thank you it's been going really well i'm really loving it (laughs) so as things are starting to reopen and it's going to be a slow process there's no doubt about that however uh we are teaming up for an outdoor show happening on this saturday it's june 26th at soul homestead farm in middleborough so sarah what can people expect to hear from you that afternoon 
Oh man, we're so excited. I'm going to be joined by my husband and drummer Aaron Katz on drums and good friend Phil Selesnik on keys and they both sing amazing harmonies. So yeah, we've got, you know, and more than an album's worth of new material that we've been or we were playing before, you know, we kind of stopped doing in-person venues. We've done Yeah, I guess we did a show with Phil last summer, but anyway, long story short, we're going to do some new songs, we'll do some old songs, some new covers and um you know, hopefully some ironic COVID storytelling experiences as well. That sounds great. And uh, later on in this hour, we are going to give away a pair of tickets to that show. But for the time being, you can learn more information at soulhomestead.org and just click the music tab at the top of the page. That'll send you to the page where you can buy tickets and get more information about the concert happening on Saturday, June 26th at Soul Homestead in Middleborough. Sarah Blacker and her band are going to be the headliner. Opening up that night is a local act, Megan Lynch, who's been here before as well. But Sarah, let's start off with a song. What are we listening to first tonight? So first, we're going to hear a song from my 2013 album, Precious Little Things. It's called These Summer Nights. All right. Sarah Blacker on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It laps my sheets Entering my lungs A delicate melody So sweet Playing notes of gardenia Honeysuckle and cut grass The summer never stays long Oh yeah. 
Sarah Blacker on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD, trying things remote through Zoom this evening. And that's These Summer Nights. That was amazing, Sarah. Nice job on that. Thank you. That song has evolved a lot since I recorded it. And, um, you know, some of the lyrics have changed <laughs> for the better. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to be playing that one live with the band. That one always is, is such a, a fun song to get everybody going. Talk about the, sure. the evolution of that song. Yeah, sure. So um, this song was written, man, forever ago. And... I had a couple good friends coming to visit or who who were visiting and we were having one of those like epic summer evenings. We were cooking out, trying to start a fire, sitting up on our porch. I was living in Cambridge and we were just up singing the whole night and it was windy and hot and just amazing. And so my my dear friend Leanne um, said, I wonder if you could write a song about tonight. And so I tried. And yeah, I mean, I think since the song has become part of our repertoire with my current band. Um, it's just taken on a little bit of a different groove. We, we stretch it out at the end, and I changed the lyrics in the, in the first line. Um, I don't know, like as a young songwriter, sometimes you put in a lyric that's really evocative and makes sense to you, and then when you hear it on the record, you're like, oh, I should never have said that. So I have a line in that song, and it says, fingering my nostrils. And I don't know if you remember, like, the Disney cartoons when you'd see a pie in the window and then this, like, smoky finger that would come along and, like, pull you yeah. <laughs> towards the pie. So that's what I was trying to represent. But I have since changed the line to entering my lungs, and I, I cringe whenever I hear that line. On the record, <laughs> so you'll have to listen for it next time you hear it. I never noticed that. Now, now I probably won't be able to not notice it. Well, that's good that you never noticed it. Hopefully... Hopefully I haven't ruined the song for everyone. <laughs> so walk us through how you typically write, Sarah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've always had like a inner compass that has pulled me to the songwriting space. So call it the muse, call it what you will. I just feel this sort of like need to get to the guitar. And, you know, a lot of times like the melody will come to me first, a, a little bit of a hook. I might record it into my phone and then go up to the guitar and then I have, I'll hear what I want to play usually and then just kind of sound it out as I go. Other times, you know, I'm just kind of messing around on the guitar and I might come up with an interesting lick and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this needs to have a song around it. Um, so typically I write the chorus first and then the verses and the bridge last and yeah, I like to have just kind of interesting parts. I think of songs in parts. So like different hammer-ons or different um, leading tones on the guitar and just a little bit of, I guess, character, a little bit of interest as opposed to just strummy, strummy, strum. When do you know a song is ready? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it, it always feels really good to play a new song. It feels great to share it with my band. It feels really exciting to share it with an audience. And I tend to be the kind of artist who, I don't know, like I'm such a perfectionist as a person, but when I play music, I am also really like particular about how I want things to sound, but I also like to present things to, to an audience before they're completely finished and like kind of let them breathe. I think a song is just like a vehicle for transformation and once it's out there, it's it's gonna change. So I like to put it out there when it when it's fresh, <laughs> fresh baked. 
especially now over the last decade or so, the music industry has evolved and changed so much and is changing so quickly. How do you keep your ideas current? Well, I'm sort of an old soul and I, I do think about this a lot where, you know, I struggle with the sound of music that you hear on the Grammys a lot of times. I mean, there are still incredible songwriters and incredible songs being put out into the world, but a lot of the new music really doesn't resonate with me. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of like, hey, let's purchase and download a beat and then sing a couple hooks and auto-tune the crap out of them and then release that and it's a hit. That's not how I stay current. So maybe I don't stay current. Maybe I'm (laughs) still stuck in the (laughs) 90s and the classic rock era because I was raised on some of the best songwriters ever, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Joni Mitchell, uh, Yes, you know, Pink Floyd, just stuff like that. I'd rather sound more like that, and if I attract an older audience, then that's okay with me. And the good news is they share my music with their kids, so maybe their kids will (laughs) grow into my audience. I I don't know, the millennial generation, my music might not pertain to, you know, we might skip that generation a little bit. Let's hear another song, Sarah. What are we listening to next on the Tiny Stage? Sure. So next up is a brand new COVID song. Um, it's called Horizon Line. And uh, yeah, I think it, it was cultivated from the idea that we have to lift each other up because of all the difficult things we've been through and are going through right now and had to go through this past year and um, really came to light. So I wrote this song with the hope that everybody remembers that like we are okay, and if we're not okay, then then that's okay too, and, and there are ways to, to lift each other up. Let's take a listen. Sarah Blacker on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. One, two, three, four... That I wouldn't fall apart Make everybody smile So they wouldn't see my scars I used to give away my time Bow my head and walk the line Tell everyone my lies So they wouldn't see my eyes But I I've still got my I've still got my I used to sleep with swollen tears and dance around with frozen fears and tell you I was fine so you wouldn't worry about me I have a way of doing things so you can't tell I'm drowning but isn't that the truth for everyone else too and I'm so much stronger than the horizon Break your heart, cause 
on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD nice job on that thank you I'm excited to record that one I I started a project recording it with people remotely um, and then I kind of rearranged the arrangement so it's taking a little longer than expected but it will be released eventually fantastic looking forward to it we are up against our first break of the 9 o'clock hour, but we have a lot more to chat about. And don't forget, too, uh, in just a bit, we're going to give away some tickets to see Sarah Blacker live at the Soul Homestead Farm in Middleborough this Saturday. So stick around for that. More coming your way here on Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Tiny Stage Hour, almost famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, and tonight we're being joined by Sarah Blacker. Good evening, how you doing? I'm good, John. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm great. Even better now that I get to talk to you. (laughs) It's been way too long. I know, it really has. (laughs) So introduce yourself again, if you would. Sure. um, Yeah, so my name is Sarah Blacker. I'm a singer-songwriter from Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, I'm also a music therapist, and yeah, that's that's kind of who I am. <laughs> How about your website and any social media pages? Oh, that's such a good idea, John. Thank you. Yeah, I, we were just talking about how, how I've fallen off the self-promotion wagon. But here I am. I'm going to promote myself. So my website is sarahblacker.com. My Facebook page is facebook.com backslash sarahblackermusic. And yeah, I'm on Instagram, just Sarah Blacker. Sarah's got an H. And um, you can drop me a line and let me know what you think about these new songs. And a show coming up where you can see Sarah Blacker and her band live this Saturday in Middleborough at Soul Homestead Farm. Soulhomestead.org is the website. But what can people expect that night? A lot of excitement from us as the band to be playing live in front of people. And some new songs, some songs from... Um, all of my different albums and uh, my husband Aaron is an amazing songwriter too so Aaron Katz will be doing some of his songs as well and hopefully some new covers. Fantastic. So you uh, studied at Berklee College of Music. Talk about that experience. I mean the way I talk to tell people about it, people call it berserkly but it definitely felt like I was in a circus of like you know, some of the most talented and bizarre people I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's true with like music school and art school. I went to an art school and it was the same situation. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a homecoming, right? Where you're like maybe the strange one in your hometown and then you end up in a place like that and you're like, oh, all right. (laughs) These are my people. So yeah, Berkeley was incredible. I went there knowing that all I wanted to do was play music and write songs. I had no idea what I was going to do. And then during orientation, I found music therapy, which was the marriage of like everything I am passionate about in life. And so I ended up picking a, an actual career track as opposed to just professional music or performing, which 
There really are no guarantees in the music industry, as you and I know, John. Absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Speaking of songs, let's hear another one. What are we listening to next? So next up is a song from my very first album. It's called Sandpiper. And uh, I wrote the song for my folks when they moved to Hull, right here on the South Shore. All right, let's hear it. Sarah Blacker on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. One, two, three. The sandpiper's call is for you this time. He's soaring on the winds of all you dare. dreams to come true I hope for all your dreams to come true this time yeah I hope for all your dreams to come true on this side of heaven the table says Paint your sky and open up your floor And I hope for all your dreams to come true I hope for all your dreams to come true this time Yeah, I hope for all your dreams to come WATD tonight. We're on the tiny stage with Sarah Blacker. Nice job. That was great. Thanks, John. That one's been in the pocket for many, many a year. And you said you were thinking about your parents. I, I forgot that you have some South Shore ties. 
I do. Yep, my folks live in Hull. I remember sitting on the settee in the kitchen trying to play that song for my mom right after I first wrote it in like 2008. And I couldn't get through it because I was just crying. Oh. I was like, Mommy, I wrote you a song. And then I couldn't even play it. And then she starts crying. And then my dad, when we first played him the recording of it, he was like, why are you doing this music thing? I don't understand why you want to <laughs> sleep on couches and give up your sanity. And, and then I remember bringing him that demo from another South Shore studio, which no longer exists. And he's just sitting on the couch crying like a baby. He's Aww. like, I understand. <laughs> You mentioned music therapy. Talk about that. How did that become part of your life? Sure. So we were chatting about Berkeley a little bit, but like I said, I, I kind of found out about it during the orientation tour when I first got to Berkeley. And, you know, it's, it's based in psychology. It's based in empirical research. It is based, it's like kind of how I am as a person. It's like right and left brain. So it's using music as medicine. So it knows and has researched the effects of music on the brain and all the systems of the body for, you know, women giving birth, for neonatal infants, for people with Alzheimer's, for, you know, adults and kiddos with intellectual disabilities and on and on and and physical needs. So yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for about 16 years and I've worked in many Boston hospitals. Um, I'm currently just doing like contract work and private practice stuff and, uh, once I get my LMHC, then I'll be able to hop in an RV and play shows and work remotely, and <laughs> the rest is history. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm, I'm, I'm in grad school to get more freedom in life. How's that? That's great. This is a loaded question that I'm sure is not easily answerable in oh, just boy. a few moments that we have, but how do your clients typically respond to music? Yeah, that is a loaded question. It's. it's well, give me one example. Well... Right now I'm working a lot on Zoom, so initially it was like, oh my God, how is this even going to work? But I work with a lot of kids with autism, and for them, they feel comfortable and safe in their home environment a lot of times, so they're able to be on screen and participate in something that's success-based and fun. So, you know, I have one gal that, like, makes up words. I'll play, you know, I can see clearly now, and she'll write an entire new verse. You know, we'll break out in laughter in a group just making silly sounds. Um, I run a mental health group and it's about finding songs and and the themes in the songs that promote altruism and promote cohesiveness and and that nobody's really alone um, and that we can help each other. So it's really it's really dependent on the moment and, and who's there and even what the song is, of course, if they like the song or not. But but typically it's. It feels pretty magical. <laughs> That's amazing. Sarah Blacker is who we're chatting with tonight here on the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Let's do another song. What are we going to listen to next? Sure. So next is another new song, um, which some folks may have heard live. We've been doing this one for a little bit. It's called Walk On. And uh, yeah, it's just about continuing to put one foot in front of the other and move forward even when it feels like you're in... Quicksand. <laughs> Let's hear it. Sarah Black here on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Don't have to. Oh. 
over to Uke for that song. Sarah Blacker on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thanks, John. Take us through how you wrote that one. So, yeah, I mean, I've always found a place in songs to process things that are difficult to otherwise process. So I know, you know, some people paint pictures, some people write poetry, but for me to, to use metaphors and to use the template of a song to say things that maybe you don't want to just outright say. That song has a lot of that steeped in it, but also the obvious metaphor of Sarah has a shaman foot, um, which I have had like maybe 12 injuries in my foot or something. Oh, jeez. 
it, my foot says my foot I download different messages from it at different times in life but typically it's just telling me to slow down which I think I finally learned to do so that song is a little homage to my special left foot which I love dearly fantastic <laughs> <laughs> hopefully those are, are in the past now oh uh, well it's a it's an everyday experience of what's the foot gonna do today but I take good care of it and I can no longer wear cute shoes I have orthotics and moleskin and all sorts of special things that I do for my special foot so you've toured all around the world what are you some of your favorite places to play um you know off the top of my head Philadelphia has been one of my very favorite cities I considered moving there for a while the state of Pennsylvania um, I always tell people that I think I lived in like the Lancaster area in a past life for whatever reason I mean I can thank my friend Mike Mails and and all the work he's put in to really help me build the following there but there's like this whole community of music lovers down in the Lancaster York sort of northern rural New Jersey tip and yeah, they just they just love music down there and you can hit Pittsburgh, you can hit Philly, you can hit Lancaster and the Poconos. I really love the crew down there. I I could just spend and and used to go down there a couple times a month. So that's been great. And then, you know, when I toured Germany, that was another really incredible thing to like go all the way across the world and have three sold out shows and have people responding to your music must be just amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it was like bizarre everybody knew the words and i'm like how did this happen and they were so nice and you know as a jew like i'm half jewish as a jew going to germany i was like initially a little bit like they're probably just gonna hate me but it was really healing to go there and to um feel the love you know with such a horrific past that my family was a part of in germany so yeah that was special that's amazing wow that's that's incredible it was good it was real really healing we're chatting with Sarah Blacker tonight on the Tiny Stage, and let's keep on going with the music. What are we going to listen to next? So this next song is another new one. It's called Little Bird, and uh, I think we can live within the confines of what we think other people want us to do and want us to be like. So in a way, I was writing this song to myself and other people that might feel as though they can't step into their power, and I think that you know, stepping into that power in a lot of ways can, can make you feel like a little bird just flying away from the things that no longer work for you. Let's hear it. Sarah Black, you're on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. One, two, three, here we go. Cause you're in the Bible 
Sarah Blacker on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thanks, John. That one's so much fun to play with the band. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's the groove that gets going is, you know, my favorite album as a kid. One of them was was Paul Simon's Graceland. So this song, it, it, it feels really momentous, like like uh, that whole album to me. Cool. Well, let's talk about the show happening on Saturday. It's at Soul Homestead Farm in Middleborough, and you're going to be taking the stage around 5.30 that night, I think it is. It's like a matinee. It's yeah, it is. I can be in bed by 9. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> um, Megan Lynch is going to be opening up at around 4.30, so you can get your tickets right now at soulhomestead.org or visit our Facebook page. Um, the Almost Famous Facebook page, and you can get the links to buy tickets to that. We're going to uh, give away tickets in just a moment, um, but what can people expect to hear that night? So, yeah, we're we're really excited, so you'll probably hear little squeals of, of joy coming from all of us, um, and a lot of new songs and old songs and some covers and uh, some of Aaron's songs, too, Aaron, my husband and drummer. Percy Hill, so, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, Percy Hill and, and Aaron Katz band. So um, get ready to, to dance, too. I hope everybody will shake a little tail feather. Before we go into our final break, let's give away a pair of tickets to the show. Sarah, pick a number between 1 and 10. Oh, let's go with 3. All right, 3. Call our number 3 right now, 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. We'll give away a pair of tickets to see Sarah Blacker and Megan Lynch, both playing at Soul Homestead Farm this Saturday. It's an early show, about 4, uh, 4 o'clock is, I think, when the gates open, 4.30, music starts. So call our number 3 right now, 781-837-4900. And we have one more song from Sarah on the tiny stage right after this. Stick around. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Tiny Stage on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Tonight we're being joined by Sarah Blacker. How you doing? I'm good, John, and I, I think I've never put together the tiny and sun's glass and tiny stage <laughs> so i'm feeling really good about that connection yes <laughs> tiny <laughs> by the tiny way is a, tiny is sponsoring the show by the way on saturday at soul homestead where you're going to be performing for the first time in a long time it's gonna be great to get you back on the south shore i'm so excited soulhomestead.org is the website to get your tickets there are a few more left it's going to be Saturday late afternoon 4.30 is uh, when music starts Megan Lynch is opening up the show Sarah takes the stage at about 5.30 it's going to be a great night of music but for those who want to learn more about you right now Sarah what's your website and social media pages so my website is sarahblacker.com and uh, facebook.com backslash sarahblackermusic if you want to watch videos hit up some YouTube goodness um and uh yeah just sarah blacker is my handle on instagram if you want to follow my puppy he's bruce from salem <laughs> oh, yeah, i, I feel look. like i'm more active on his page these days i gotta say i miss beasley too beasley was was, was oh. my, my buddy whenever he used to come to the studio here beasley would sleep underneath the control board man i miss that dog every day of my life he was my my best friend and and tour mate so i i you know, if you believe in reincarnation, he has little white patches on his feet and his belly, and I think I think Beasley gave him some kisses up in Aww. heaven before he <laughs> sent him down to us. But he's also part gremlin, so he's still learning how to be a... Is Bruce coming to the show on Saturday? I wish. I don't think he's ready. I Aww. think he's going to be. 
sleeping at home. But I would love to bring him, but he'll just eat everything. I mean, he wants to taste the world. <laughs> Before we head into our final song, what's a song you wish you had written? Ooh, John, hitting with the good questions. I mean, my brain automatically goes to Joni Mitchell. That I could answer that question in millions of ways. I mean, <laughs> Lord. The whole blue album? Yeah, well, I mean, I think both sides now would probably be... And it's not even, like, my very favorite Joni song. I think... I just think, like, those timeless classic songs, like a lot of the jazz standards. I wish I could write a song that, like, everyone in the world would want to cover and do different versions of, and it would go into the real book, and, and people would rearrange it. So I think some of those jazz standards... There's an Ella song I think of, Spring Spring Can Really Hang You Up the Most. I don't know. I could go on and on. I, I would like to have written all of the songs. <laughs> How about the opposite end of the spectrum? A song you would wipe <laughs> off the planet Earth that you absolutely hate. Oh, geez. Probably Meatloaf's um, The Dashboard one. <laughs> Paradise for the Dashboard Light. Paradise for the Dashboard. I don't even, I like haven't allowed myself to correctly memorize the title. That song literally makes me want to hurl. Like I hear it at a restaurant. I want to shred the tablecloth and scream. It's an oldie but a goodie. Skin off. So that one's no good. It was, it's way too long also. It is. We are up against our final song of the night, Sarah. What are you taking us up to 10 o'clock with? So the title track from my 2015 album, In Waves, um, I certainly think we can think about how, you know, many things have come through in waves this year. Waves of COVID, of course, waves of emotion, waves of sleeplessness, waves of, you know, Everything. too much wine and chocolate, right? Just racism on and on and on. It's been, it's been a wild ride. So this song just speaks to all of those tides that roll in by way of, of course, this is one of my only love songs, but truly just saying, you know, I felt love for this person in waves, but I don't sing it about that person anymore. <laughs> Sarah Blacker, thank you again. We'll talk to you soon and we'll see you on Saturday. I can't wait. Thanks so much for everything, John. This my pleasure. So one, Show me.